Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women, to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the cultures of the world together. And when we listen to real people, to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our humanity without our differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Shamima Mirmastova. Shamima is from Tajikistan. She graduated in management from Bishkek State University in Kyrgyzstan and was the ISEC local committee president in Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. Shamima loves drawing, reading books, sports, especially doing stretching three times a week, and she loves spending time with her cats. Shamima has an online library focused on giving community access to rare and interesting books and plans to make this offline project in the future. Currently, Shamima is working as an English tutor for adults online. She is preparing for the exam she will have in December called IELTS and applying for her master's degree or a second degree in architecture. Shamima, how are you today? Hello, I'm really good. How are you? I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling lucky to be alive and very curious about you. So I'll begin with this nice question. If your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? And an interesting twist, would your friends in Tajikistan describe you in a different way somehow to how your personality is when you moved and live in Kyrgyzstan? Well, I consider myself as a social and extroverted person, and I've got a lot of friends in both my home country and the country where I'm living now. And I'm pretty sure that uh, all my friends from both countries would describe me as hardworking, as friendly and independent person because whatever whatever I start doing I don't stop until uh, the job is done until I finish it and uh, I usually do all the stuff even if I'm I have something hard to do I try to tackle it myself without any help so that's why I suppose they always say these things about me thank you that's interesting And to ask you, because we live in a time where people often move to new cities, new countries, what is your way of making new friends? Is it easy for you to meet new people, to build new relationships? Is it easier if you recommend to people to join organizations like ISEC rather than doing it in any other way because the joint activities allow for friendships? Or how? W- what would be a plan if you today 
had to move to a totally new city where you didn't know any person, what would you do to make a social circle of good friends who you feel connected with? Well, I do believe that in order to find the friends, uh, the people who can become close to you, uh, this is... uh, that very important that you have the same interests. And as for me, when I moved to Bishkek, I started to, to look. Uh, first of all, I went to university and I had some friends there, but they have different interests. And I started looking for some opportunities where I can find the friends who share the same interests as me. So that's why I looked for uh, volunteering organizations and I found a I. I think like, and uh, I started volunteering there, and I worked there for about two years, and uh, yeah, I found a lot of friends, and most of my friends with whom am I am in touch, like I, I connect uh, until today. It's like all all these people are from uh, Isaac, and of course, they a lot of my friends are from the clubs, like sport clubs, stretching, and also as I already mentioned, I'm very interested in drawing. I participate in a lot of master classes where uh, they teach us drawing. So I found a lot of friends in all these places and all these people share the same interests as me. And uh, yeah, the best way I would suggest all people where they move to a new country. And if I had a chance to move to a new country, uh, possibly I will in the future where I will continue my education, I would try to be more active, more sociable, to visit like social places where I can communicate with people, where I can find new friends. And the best places are like the places where a lot of people come together to do the same thing all together. Thank you. That's interesting. And for you to choose your friends to know if a new person you meet is your person or not, how does that happen? Is it energetic where you feel the energy of the person and you think, oh my God, I feel comfortable, like they get me, like we know each other a thousand years? Or is it like you spoke about when they talk about their passions and interests? Maybe they love drawing and books and cats similar to you. And then you think, yes, this should be my friend. Or is it someone interesting who had a unique life, who had adventures and overcame troubles and you think I can learn so much from this person? What is to you the criteria or traits or thing that makes people who become your friends stand out from any person you can meet at any clubs or meetings or events? Well, uh, for me, uh, when I start talking to a person, I understand that this person is whom with like a person that I would like to continue my friendship in the future. I understand it really fast because when we start talking, it call it all comes like uh, automatically and if you start talking to a person you can you can talk for hours and you even don't mention the time and you just start talking from movies to drawing to sport to education to like uh, even work problems how you can tackle them how you can uh, cope with them and uh, different, different, many topics you can discuss. And if I have this uh, connection with a person that we are go- we, we're talking for a very long time, we're sharing uh, stories, we're laughing, I understand that this is the person that with whom I would like 
to be a friend. That sounds poetic and it sounds like people are similar to you to books because of the conversations, the warmth, the all night thing where I'm sure you had a wonderful book that you spent all night reading. And to ask you specifically about rare books, what makes them interesting for you? Do they have something that is not found in the books that we can find anywhere? Do they have deeper thoughts? Or just because they're rare, they become precious to you like a piece of art? Tell me more about your interest, your library project, as well as your fascination with rare books. Well, all the books that I actually read myself are connected with self-development because there was a time in my life where I had to uh, exaggerate things, to overthink uh, uh, upon all, all problems happening around me. And even about something that is actually not happening to myself, I was just somehow anxious, afraid of future, of like bad future, actually, even like despite the fact that everything is just perfect in my life. So I started to read uh, self-development books, uh, the books that help me to perceive the world another way. They are more psychological and more philosophical books. And uh, when I started reading them, I uh, understood a lot of things. They helped me to change my habit, my attitude toward life and uh, to get out of this hole where I got stuck. And uh, yeah, and when I moved from Bishkek to my hometown, actually my hometown is very small and uh, even from this, like the capital of my country. And when I finished all the books that I took with me, I found it really hard to find any other similar books in my hometown. And that's why I decided all the books that I had, they were about like 10 to 15 books that I had read. I decided, I, I thought that maybe there are some people as me who are who got stuck in some problems and they want to get out of there. And uh, they uh, that's why I decided to open this online library and kind of I borrowed this book to people. And uh, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, as I count about uh, 30 people got this book like for, for some moment they read they got back I give them to uh, other people to read and uh, it was very beneficial for my society uh, and to talk about the the books that I've read they are actually not very rare through all over the world even in, in Bishkek you can find them in every book shop but as I already mentioned my country is my town is very small and it's very far from the capital uh, people don't have access to this kind of books and the bookshops that we have there they have more about like literature of our country literature or some like uh, other countries like foreign literature but it's not about some psychological books and uh, or, or any other similar books so that's why I decided it was my desire it was my motivation to make this online library for my people. Thank you so much. I mean, that's really interesting. And I would love to explore all the facets of who you are. Tell me about drawing. What inspires you and makes you feel, yes, I have something in my chest, some energy I need to express in a drawing? Uh, do you also 
maybe notice something that you're often drawing, like faces of people, flowers, sunset? Does it seem to be like a pattern or something that you adore making drawings of? Well, talking about drawing, it's actually a very interesting story because my father is in architecture. And when I was studying at school, um, all my teachers and we had some uh, holidays, they asked me uh, to ask my father to draw something like some posters for a holiday some, with some celebration. And when my father did all this stuff, I fell in love with drawing. And also my father, like when he went to some uh vacation he brought me a lot of colors a lot of uh, things uh, like uh, for, for drawing and I started drawing and I really felt in love with this because when I draw I forget about everything I it's kind of motivate uh, like uh, meditation for me and uh, I uh, yeah when I draw I kind of forget about things so uh, I decided uh, to develop this habit visiting some master classes some courses special courses and the main thing that I love drawing is people's faces like it's portraits what you have mentioned because I'm the person who always tries to start with the harder thing (laughs) and uh, starting drawing faces was really hard. It's like the hardest part of drawing and all the artists can actually uh, prove that. And uh, when I draw, I started to drawing with like bra, uh, like air brows, with, uh, with eyes, with mouth, with nose, different parts of body. And then I started drawing the whole face. And now I'm just answering this question and looking in my pictures that I draw and I'm feeling very happy about it. Thank you. That's fascinating. You spoke about drawing as a meditation. When you're stretching as well, is that like a meditation for you? Do you do it in a specific way, like yoga poses, yoga yoga kind of meditation thing? Or what else in your life gives you that same feeling of drawing, forgetting all your troubles, losing sense of the time and feeling flow? Uh, yeah, generally, I would say that it is somehow connected, stretching with drawing and with meditation. But when I'm do- when I'm doing stretching for the first one hour, I'm just like putting my body in some special positions, and it's really hard to um, kind of do meditation at that position because it's really hard to stay there. But anyway, after this, when I'm feeling just very tired, very exhausted, and this this feeling is it, just amazing. And when after the stretching, I just lay down and start doing meditation, not sitting, but just lying. And uh, yeah, it's funny. Just sometimes I feel asleep. But anyway, it's really funny. And it really helps me to get rid of stress, to get to, to like to shake off the tiredness of the day because usually I do it in the evening rather than in the morning. In the morning, I usually spend my time reading books because it helps me or uh, to like to stay motivated throughout the day and in the in the evening I usually start to doing this kind of stuff like stretching and uh, meditation and other. Thank you and since you meditate after a long hard day of hard work and stretch and relax in that way 
I want to understand what motivates you to work very hard, what vision, ideas, habits, or productivity tips keep you moving on, working hard, and how do you deal with the possibility of burnout? Well, just having a sense of duty, like a place to go, uh, like things to accomplish and achieve all, all these things, achieve like good big results, all these things motivates me to work hard every day. I have big goals for my future to accomplish. In order to achieve all these big goals, I really need to work very hard. And uh, there, it's like I usually understand myself when I get tired. I understand and I tell myself that it's like not very much left to achieve what you want and what you are working toward. And if you will stop now, that's it. You will. It would be then hard for you to start all over again. And if you will not start, you will end up as many people who just gave up their dreams and stopped dreaming and living the life flowing with time and everything is happening, like just not living, not relaxing, but just in order to make some money to live their lives. I don't want to be among this kind of people and it drives me to work harder every day to work on myself to develop myself in different aspects like they're in like psychological my mental health my physical health so that it all keeps me motivated to on my studies and to achieve my goals and about burnout yeah of course as all human beings I also have sometimes burnout and actually I have some burnouts after the time when I work, for example, for five days, studying four hours a day and working in the morning and the evening, teaching English. And uh, this all, I get like exhausted about maybe one, two weeks. And I just take myself two days doing just nothing. I take vacation from work. I ask my students to move the lessons. And during this two days uh, or three days, I do whatever I want. I sleep all the day. I have sometimes bad days where day where I spend all my day in the bed. And uh, I eat a lot of junk food, a lot of not healthy food during these days. And uh, when I do all these things, I forget about all the tiredness, all the things that I had. And then I get up in the, I start a new day with very new uh, things, with the with new motivation and with new drives to go forward and to achieve my goals. Thank you. And yes, I agree with you. The most horrible thing is to be a person who gave up on their dreams, who become like a zombie in this world waiting to die. It is actually depressing. And I hope more people will find their passion and get that fire in their eyes to live and be motivated. And to ask you, as a girl from Tajikistan in 2022, what does that mean? If you could describe to someone who doesn't know any person from Ta from uh, Tajikistan who doesn't um, have any friends from there, how is a girl your age? Are you traditional? I don't know what that means. Are you a mix of all the cultures of the world because of the internet and social media and Netflix and YouTube? How are you and girls who are similar to you who are from Tajikistan? 
what is their culture, their personality, their way that might be different from other countries? Well, a lot of girls, all I would say that the biggest part of girls from my country are very conscientious, are very, very, very uh, ambitious girls. Because I know a lot of people, I know a lot of girls from my country who are working hard, who are achieving great things. Uh, for example, we had a girl from our town who passed one math exam. I actually don't remember the name of that exam, but she became the first girl in Central Asia to achieve the certificate. And uh, there are other examples of such amazing girls from especially my town and generally my country who have very big uh, ambitions and very big goals to go forward. And I would say that they are the same as all people around the world. It just, I wouldn't say that one one uh, culture has like different peculiarities. Of course, there are some like specific peculiarities of nation, but generally all people around the world, I would divide them into groups like ambitious people, more lazy people and people who give up on their dreams and this kind of people are everywhere and i wouldn't say that in a particular country like these countries differ because of this thank you so much shamima this is a fantastic thing and to ask you even further if you had the opportunity to do your masters or architecture diploma in any country in the world, any city, where would you go? Would you go to Italy to admire the old uh, Renaissance architectures and the Roman designs? Would it be somewhere like Japan because it's very unique? The U.S. because it's the land of opportunity as it is, it is known or where in this world other than, of course, your country, which you love, or even Bishkek, where you have a lot of friends, where would you choose to be and why? Well, if we talk about architecture, studying architecture, I would choose Netherlands because it ranks as one of the best countries to study architecture. I did some research and it has very innovative programs to study architecture. And um, yeah, generally, if I also look at some pictures of the architecture of Netherlands, I like it. And generally, all the European countries have very like similar architecture similar to my country, not with like very big uh, buildings, because my father is an architecture and he told me that it's impossible as we our country, our town is among the mountains. It is kind of impossible to build their very high buildings and because it's dangerous uh, as an earthquake, if the earthquake will appear, it would be very dangerous for people. And the architecture of European countries is very similar, it would be to my countries, and I would love to do my master's degree there if you study architecture. But generally, I would love to spend my time in any country because I suppose when I will apply, even like, like it doesn't depend to architecture or uh, the second degree, uh, to, or like I, I also want to apply for marketing. I would choose the institution, like the university, the opportunities of the university. The more important thing for me would be their institution. But generally, if we talk about living, I would love to live and to explore any country because for now, I haven't traveled a lot 
around the world. I traveled only around Central Asia, like Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, around these countries. And I don't know much about other countries. I know all of from the internet, but it's always different when you experience it yourself, going there, living there, talking to people and understand, does it really fit your personality? Do you really want to live in this kind of society or not? So I would say that uh, I'm kind of person who tries different things and uh, thinks very thoroughly and then choose what he wants. It, it, it's the same as with profession. I worked in a management uh, sphere in like I worked as an um, office manager, as a teacher, as a, like a in a call center in different uh, spheres and also i'm now going to uh, study marketing for just one month just to understand do i really love it or it just what i found somewhere a cool video and oh i want to study man management or something like that so i really need to feel it and to understand does it really fit my personality? Does Do I really love doing this thing? And then I can make the final decision. I agree. That's absolutely important. And how does architecture relate to everything? I know you love cats, you love drawing, you love self-development books. You wish to travel. At the same time, what part of your personality is attracted to architecture? Is it because of your father and family or other reasons? Uh, first of all, mm. when I finished school, as my brother also mm. followed my father's footsteps, he is also in architecture. And I, I really loved it. And I felt that my brother will become an architecture and I want, I will choose like different thing. And then I choose management. But then I understood that I was influenced, of course, by my father because he, a lot of people appreciate him as a lot of people come he, to him and offer him different jobs, different interesting projects, and not only in our town, but in our country. And I feel just motivated because of it. And I wanted always to become as him. And now I'm just thinking about it and I'm just feeling that Sometimes I feel that maybe it's too late, but then I think that it is never late to start anything. And this just really drives me. And also as I'm drawing, uh, it is of course connected with architecture. And I'm, when I'm traveling, the, the thing that I mostly pay attention to is like buildings, the architecture of different countries, the places where I was. I always like uh, just observe like how is this thing going there in in different places that I visit. So it is very I suppose it is very interconnected with with all my life, with where I was living, with what I am doing every day. Thank you. And that makes me wonder, you're drawing people very often. How is that? Because is that related to drawing buildings? Because it seems totally different that usually those who are fascinated by people are not so interested in things, in buildings, in architecture. So is it to you that you imagine the buildings and the people that live there, that will live there, that lived there in the past, and you make it about humans? Or how do you move from drawing people to finding a fascination in drawing 
plans, blueprints, and buildings. Yeah, that's very, you mentioned it very good. And uh, as I already mentioned, I really love doing some hard things. And sometimes I when get tired of the things that actually I should pay attention to, I do different things. And it's the same about drawing. For example, sometimes my father helps me to draw, like to make some special projects, some uh, models of houses. And when I do it, uh, I really love it. And of course, I do it not on a daily basis, of course, but um, I, I still do it, like uh, I would say often. But when I get tired of all this information and all of these things, I just start to draw portraits because I think that drawing it is all connected it doesn't matter it is building is it people is it the more you draw uh, and it's uh, the more you draw the better you would be able to do it like any any type of it it's the same as learning english for example you you learn english the way that it is interesting for you and it doesn't you doesn't need to read every day like boring texts or boring grammar every day you just need to learn it the way that you love for example listening to music open the lyrics read it translate it and learn it and watch movies your favorite movies play your favorite games in english and things like that and all it will help you to learn english and it's the same draw whatever you want but of course draw the something connected to your profession but whatever you would draw it will help you to master this drawing ability and it will definitely help you thank you so much shamima this was my privilege my honor such a wonderful conversation and a way to understand you to feel your soul and i wish you truly a wonderful success thank you for participating in this project thank you very much it was my honor mm-hmm.